Welcome into the Unnamed MMA Podcast. I'm Adam Abdallah. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. And across from me, as always, Jordan Sherwood. Follow him on Twitter at Woodon ESPN 1000. No picks this week because there is no UFC event. However, the UFC has announced a slew of fights and a return to Sydney, Australia, where they will have a few events uh, over the next four years in Sydney. It's interesting. Uh, they, they'll go halfway across the world. They'll literally go across the world. But nothing in Chicago. We can't get a Chicago. We got Bellator coming to Chicago. Absolutely. And we're going to talk we get about Bellator. that fight card in a couple of weeks. Absolutely. We're, and that's cool. But too. I want, like, like our guy, Bilal Muhammad, right? He's really lobbying to get a fight in Abu Dhabi. He's like, what would be better than him as an Arab you know, to fight for the title in Abu Dhabi. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. So I am saying, what would be better than the Chicago guy fighting for the title in Chicago? I mean, it's a good storyline for me and you, but it's not a storyline that people care about in Chicago. (laughs) It's just not. I'm sorry. Are we not a good... Now, I'm asking this as a general question. Are we not a good... UFC town? I don't think we are. Do we not show up? I don't think we are, no. I've never had the opportunity. We haven't been doing this since it was here. So I haven't had the opportunity to go to one because we haven't been... Like, I mean, it's been here, obviously, but I've just never gone. I I just don't think they did a good job when they had events at the United Center promoting them well and promoting them with fighters that people wanted to see. I mean, there were events headlined by Demetrius Johnson, who wasn't a star. There was a fight card that was headlined, I think, by RDA and Colby Covington. Like, Colby Covington was on the come-up, but that wasn't a big-time fight. And quite frankly, I don't think Chicago is, is a great town for that. I think there are, there, there are few and far between that are really good cities, good venues that get up for big fights. Obviously, New York has the nostalgia of a Madison Square Garden. Las Vegas does what it does. But outside of like the occasional card that takes place in Boston or the occasional fight card that takes place like in Texas, there aren't, there aren't big fight cities unless you're talking about Europe and going overseas or in Brazil. So for me, I don't, I don't see it happening anytime soon, and I don't, I don't love the storyline of Bilal Muhammad fighting in Chicago. I mean, I love him fighting for the championship. He deserves it. If we, he could fight in his hometown, that'd be cool, but it wouldn't be a big storyline for me. Well, it would be for me, and I would enjoy that. But as we mentioned, the UFC is heading to Sydney, Australia, uh, beginning with UFC 293, which does not have an official card yet. Uh, and they don't but- know what to, they don't they can't do anything, Adam, because they okay they want to headline it with Israel Adesanya. Yes, he wants to headline that card. He wants to defend his championship. Also, Alexander Volkanovsky could be on there. Tai Tuivasa could be on there. Yeah, there are guys that could be on, but it, it, would, it would be built around Israel Adesanya defending his middleweight championship yeah. of the world. The, the issue is that a he doesn't have an opponent because. Uh, he's not going to fight Pereira for a third time because he's already moving up to light heavyweight. Yeah, there is a number one, quote unquote, number one contender in the middleweight division between uh, Dreykus Duplessis and, and Robert Whitaker, who's already fought twice against Israel Adesanya. Uh, and that fight card is like two months before UFC 293. So if you're saying that that's the number one contender, it's going to be a very quick turnaround for whoever wins that fight yeah. to challenge Israel Adesanya. So really, the storyline for me is twofold: is one is you. Don't book that fight. You book Duplessis in the main event because he is the the fresh challenger. He's got the South African uh, tie-in that's got some animosity between him and Israel Adesanya. It'd be a new matchup. 
or you do what I want, and that's Hamjit Shemaev. Just give him a title shot at 185. He is a big-time talent. He is mm-hmm. a big-time destination as a fighter. That would be a fun fight stylistically. The lead-up to the fight would be awesome. Oh yeah, That's the fight that I would want to see headlining in Sydney. Okay, I could see that. That would be a great card. I mean, and look, they've got a bunch of great cards coming up, so I doubt they're going to maneuver any you know, sort of fights to delay them to like you mentioned hey this fight's taking place on a couple cards earlier i don't think they're going to move it to placate sydney or something but they could create new fights it seems like dana white is on twitter or instagram every couple days announcing new fights including all of these great ufc summer events like june and july especially july july looks awesome Well, let's go to july real quick at ufc 290 because that that's also the fight card at whitaker and duplessis are on so you could remove volkanovsky and vulcan see that's the thing there's two title fights on that card already and yes you do like that's the international fight week card so that's traditionally a big time fight event that they put on every single summer in las vegas but you can remove you remove robert whitaker and dracus duplessis from that fight card you've still got two title fights volganovsky and yair rodriguez fantastic matchup brandon moreno and alexander pantoja then Remove Whitaker and Duplessis. You still have Jalen Turner and Dan Hooker rebooked. Bo Nickel making his second appearance. Sean Brady trying to get off the schneid after that loss to uh, Blow Muhammad against Jack Della Melandana, who's outstanding. Robbie Lawler's retirement fight. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else Move we got Move Robbie there. Lawler up to the main card. Remove Whitaker and Duplessis. Also, why can't Volk fight in June? This is the first July, and then fight again in September. He can't. He, 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 certainly, he certainly can. I just don't know if it's, I, I guess it's, you know, double-edged double story. He's a minus 450 favorite right now against Yair Rodriguez. Yeah, I like that fight to go the over. I okay. think I think that's the bet on that card. If you want to get early in, Volkanovski, Yair Rodriguez, haven't seen the odds on that fight going over four and a half, but that's the play that I would make. So if he fights in July, he can fight in September. Yeah, well, he's he's an animal. He's, yeah, he's, he's, we've he's, talked to him before. The dude's not going to turn down a fight in Australia, uh, even if it is in September. Right, you know, a right. few, months, you don't need, a few months after hey, Look, I don't want to see Rob Riddiker fight Israel Adesanya again. I just I don't care. No. I don't care. No, so I don't either. Remove that card uh, and just give but it to This is blessings. a good card, you know. So you've got two main fights here, two title fights here. Uh, Brandon Moreno against Alexander Panto- uh, Pantoja, as you mentioned. Pantoja, yeah. Pantoja, as you mentioned. And then uh, you want to take the Robert Whitaker fight out of there. Make Robbie Lawler. Listen, Robbie Lawler, put him out there as a, as a, main, uh, as a main event. Yeah, if give it's it his the main card opener. Because yeah. look, I mean, if he's fighting Nico Price, Nico Price is, is all action, all entertainment. So it's a great fight to open up the, the main portion of the card if that's the direction you're going to go. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, the, the fight right before that, Sean Brady and Jack Della Maddalena is a good fight. Yeah. It's a good fight that you could end your prelims with and then move that Robbie Lawler and Nico Price fight up as, as a main card. You don't need Bo Nickel on the main card. Put him on the, as the who's, headline who's, of the prelims. Who's prelims. Bo Nickel? He's the big big time prospect. No, He's the I know. Flavor of the We've week. talked about him. He's I the know. flavor of the week. He is. I know he is. Uh, if we go to UFC 290, we're kind of skipping over UFC 289 just because we're going to talk about that in a couple weeks here. But the main event there, Amanda Nunez against uh, Irene Aldana, but then also Charles Oliveira is going to fight uh, Benel Dariush, and that's a those are two high profile names that normally get main event treatment. Yeah, they, I mean that's well. First off, uh, Irene Aldana stepping in on short notice to to, to fight. Uh, Amanda Nunez. Amanda Nunez is going to be a big-time favorite. I think you likely got to look at that fight also going to the judges' scorecards. I know Amanda Nunez is a finisher, but Irene O'Donna is not. Irene O'Donna is, is, is a you know gritty veteran that's well-rounded, very good boxing. You know She can handle herself. 
on her feet. So I think that fight, playing that to the over, there's going to be some opportunity there to make some money. Should be an entertainment. But I do believe Amanda Nunez is going to win that fight. Oliveira Benil Darius is just bonkers. I mean, Benil yeah. Darius looks like he's he's 47 years old. Um, <laughs> he's been doing lightweight. You know, he's been fighting at the best of the best for quite some time. He should have had a title shot years ago. He's going to get an opportunity to get one if he gets by Dubronx. This is Dubronx's first appearance. It's losing the lightweight championship of the world. Finish probably would be my bet in this fight, thinking that someone's going to finish the other. And we know, obviously, how big time of a finisher Benil Dariut or uh, Charles Oliveira is. Um, probably, if you want to get cute, I haven't looked at the odds, the prop via knockout, because I, and both the, both guys are Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belts. So like, they're wizards on the ground. And I, would, I, I hope that fight goes to the ground, because that would be awesome to see them compete against each other, particularly uh, in that discipline. But I think a finish for sure is, is probably the value play. I haven't looked at the money line odds on either fighter. And then uh, we also talked about uh, UFC 290 also. So we already talked about that one. But we fast forward to July 29th. UFC 291, Dustin Poirier against Justin Gagey 2. This is the odds are already it's already a pick em. Like, it's already set as a pick right now. You've got Jan Blahovitz against Alex Pereira. I mean, this is a this is a stacked card right now. I mean, this, the fight the card prelims. is... The fight card. Der- Derek Lewis is, is, is the prelim. Yeah, I mean, Derek Lewis is the prelim. Steven Wonderboy Thompson against uh, Michelle Pahea. That's a fantastic fight. In the prelims also. Paulo Costa is on the card. Tony Ferguson... I mean, hopefully he's healthy and hopefully he's right and he gets to the to the fight card against Bobby Green. That's mm-hmm. a fantastic fight. I mean, look, first of all, I, I, like I hate the BMF. Like that's just that that thing sucks. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's dumb. I don't. I, I love the Rock. I don't need him there. I don't need him presenting belts. I, I love Dustin Poirier. Justin, you're Gagey. gonna get more of it. I know. Like I wonder if you start seeing more of that type of like because you're belt. talking about the Endeavor WWE type type yeah, deal yeah where you start to see more of a, a t- that is type it that of... or they just need like something to like add to this to make it a five round fight main event well, yeah, there's no title there's no title fights on this card exactly that that's the interesting thing too is that they probably could find a title fight to, to headline this card I mean you're right this, this this card's fantastic I can't wait to see what Alex Pereira looks like at light heavyweight, taking on the former champion in Jan Blahovich, the guy that beat Israel Adesanya when Adesanya jumped up to, to light heavyweight to try and become a dual, uh, a dual champion. I'll tell you this, Marcos Rogerio de Lima over Derek Lewis, for sure. Uh, and, oh, by the way, too, those two guys at altitude. This fight Oof. comes in Utah. <laughs> so, like... Take the under- <laughs> these guys are going to be like, like they're going to touch gloves and fight, and they're just going to be like, <laughs> like one of them's going to fall to the ground. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, that, that, that fight's sick. And I think, look, Michelle Pahea, I, I mean, he's wonky inside the octagon. Yeah, uh, I, I like him against Wonderboy Thompson, even though Wonderboy looked good uh, his last, uh, you know, couple of times out. And but yeah, you're right, Poye, Gagey, nuts. You know, it's uh, a good card. It is a very good card. I just wish got, there was a title. If you've fight. got a handicap, Poirier and uh, Gagey right now, it's basically a pick 'em. Uh, Poirier is minus one twenty. Gagey's at at even money at plus one hundred. If you had to bet right now, where would you put your? Money? I, I'm going to put the money on Dustin Poirier. Uh, right. He's got the win over Justin Gagey already in his back pocket in a fight of the night that took place in 2018. A TKO finish. We've seen Justin Gagey get finished, you know, a couple of times before. 
Uh, when when Dustin Poirier is getting finished, it's 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 more than likely happening because of submission. At least we've seen that over the last couple of times. Uh, both guys, fantastic, gritty, but I, I would I would favor Poirier in that fight. And then if we fast forward to August. As we do our summer preview of the UFC uh, pay-per-views coming up this summer. It's going to be a great summer for the UFC. There's a bunch of good fight nights, too. We don't have time to get into all of them. But there's a bunch of good fight nights mixed in in between that we'll obviously give you weekly previews of as we head through the summer of the MMA uh, and UFC. But UFC 292, right now, only the title fights are set. So you've got Zhang Wei Li against Amanda Lemos uh, for the title there. But then a matchup that we kind of saw a couple weeks ago, or was it three weeks ago, when Aljamain Sterling uh, fought and won a... Eh, was he winning? Was he not winning? Yeah. Should he have won that fight? He did win the fight. His hand was raised. He is the title holder, Aljamain Sterling, against someone who was there. And I find this very interesting about the UFC as someone who's relatively new to this. If you're just there, you get to do a press conference. Like, that's new to me. Can I just show up to any? Like, if an NBA player was at another game, could they just, <laughs> do, they a just do a press conference at the end of the game? But Charlo Malley does a press conference. He gets in the ring. Uh, with Aljamain Sterling and, and Gage, he ends up taking his, his jacket and running around or whatever. But Sean O'Malley wants to fight Aljamain Sterling and he gets his wish, uh, on August 19th, uh, in Boston at TD Garden, uh, for this, for UFC 292 for the title. Yeah. You know, look, Aljamain Sterling deserves a big time fight. You know, he's, he's a disrespected champion and, and maybe it's well deserved. Uh, he's definitely had an interesting fight career and an interesting path to becoming the champion, uh, and Sean O'Malley will bring the, the people getting together to, to watch a fighter. He's that polarizing figure for sure, a big-time talent. The length is going to be an issue for Aljamain Sterling, certainly the striking. We've seen Sterling get knocked out before, so I'd worry about that. Probably the ways I'd lean on this on this fight is either O'Malley inside the distance early or Sterling via decision. I yeah. think O'Malley can handle himself on the ground, but I think – we talked about this uh, in the preview of the Henry Cejudo fight. Aljamain Sterling is very wonky, and, and he had, takes different angles and different shoots to get fights to the ground. He's also long for the division. He's athletic for the division. He's big for the division. So uh, he'll be able to manhandle Sean O'Malley if it gets to the mat. So I think I'm going to favor the champion, reverting back to the wrestling. I think we're going to look at probably Sterling via decision to be the the play that I have early here, obviously the fight a couple of months away. I'm starting to come around on Sean O'Malley. In what way? The fact that he's like the heel, that it's starting to to be like, okay, I'm kind of rooting for you now. Like, I'm not rooting for him in the sense of be like, I, I just want to see a good fight. Like, I don't care. I have no rooting interest in these guys. Um, but I'm not as annoyed by his antics as I used to be. Like, jumping into the ring after someone wins a title and then holding your own press conference is some definite WWE a, a stuff. Heel. Yeah, yeah, he's a heel. Yeah. He's a heel. And sometimes you root for the heel. And I feel like he's he's not just the, oh, this guy's got weird hair. And, like, he's backed up his, his you know, shit talking. And he's been able to. And this is a huge opportunity for him to become a champion and really back up all the shit talking. Yeah, talking. I mean, he becomes the champion of the Bantamweight division. That That's huge for the UFC. That's huge for his career. The Bantamweight division, obviously, extremely talented division, extremely entertaining division. I still kind of have issues with, you know, his path to to the championship. Uh, you know, he, he, he beat three guys in this five-fight unbeaten streak because there is a no contest there. 
the Pedro Munoz. The three guys are not in the UFC anymore, I believe. Pedro Munoz, he was losing the fight, then accidental eye poke. That fight gets no contest. And then, he, you know, he won controversially against Peter Jan. Peter Jan. But anyway, he deserves, he deserves the championship. Uh, it's a big-time fight for Sterling. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that he's going to get it because, you know, the popularity is going to be on the challenger. I just don't think he's going to be good enough to win. Okay. I mean, I think he's I, – I, I'm not necessarily rooting for him, but I wouldn't – I'm less – I want to see you get punched in the face and knocked out than I have been in the past. Okay. I mean, look, it, it's Conor McGregor type of effect, too, with this, with this guy, maybe a, a lesser level. And by the way, that fight, too, is coming up. When is that fight? Chandler and, and Conor. Is it booked yet? I don't think they've set a date for it yet. All right. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor to win the fight. You're taking that? I'm just taking, bet that already? Uh, just I, bet that as it is? I bet that as it is. I think you can get already. odds on for it, but I don't think they've set an official date. Let me look. Talk yeah, I don't think that they have as well. Obviously, they're filming the, the Ultimate Fighter right now. Conor McGregor, according to FanDuel, or no, he, it's a, yeah, he's a slight favorite on FanDuel. Dollar 18, he could be had right now. I just think that, that stylistically, Michael Chandler mm-hmm. brings the matchup that Conor McGregor has had success with his entire career. A guy that, you know, yeah, fine. Chandler could revert back to his wrestling, but we talked about that in like the last four times that Michael Chandler's been in a fight and he hasn't done it. He's going to stand and trade with Michael, with Conor, with Conor McGregor, and that's a recipe for disaster. That fight I'm really looking forward to, probably the most, just because it is Conor McGregor and it's because it's a guy that's going to match him with the shit talking leading up to the fight, and then it's a guy that's going to bring him the fight that he wants. It's going to bring yeah. him the fight that he wants, yeah. uh, a matchup stylistically that's going to be a, a pleasing to the fans. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else that you want to— Well, obviously, uh, we got to figure out whenever John Jones is going to get fight booked. Now the rumor is that, that they can't book the Stipe Miocic fight, so uh, they're looking at Sergey Pavlovich, which obviously is not as lucrative as a fight for John Jones. Uh, certainly uh, another winnable fight for sure. When is Hamzat Shemaev going to get a fight book? When is Patty Pimblett going to get another fight booked? Those are two other guys that certainly we're, we're looking at. Uh, or I'm curious to see if they ever get fights. And then um, when are we getting the Alexa Grasso-Valentina Shevchenko rematch? Because mm-hmm. I think we need one. Shevchenko, obviously a dominating champion, losing in the spectacular fashion the way that she did against Alexa Grasso. That fight needs to be booked. And where's Kobe Covington? Oh, he's yeah. fighting Leon Edwards. Well, okay. Good he's for fighting him. Leon Edwards well, He's going to show point. up to that one? Uh, look, Kobe, that's a tough matchup for Leon Edwards. Really? That is a tough match. Look, I know Leon Edwards has now been successful twice against Kamaru yeah, Usman, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Kobe's going to bring, like, not as probably powerful striking, but that, that pressure game that Leon Edwards has folded against before. So we'll see. All right. All right. That is our summer preview of the uh, summer. Summer preview of the summer. That's a nice For job. the uh, UFC here, a couple of uh, pay-per-views coming up and some news as well. If you want Jordan's picks for all the UFC fight nights and these pay-per-views coming up, make sure you get them at FatJackSports.com. Sign up for FatJack Sports right now, and you can get the rest of the season of baseball. You've got uh, the NBA Finals, the NBA, a couple, maybe one or two more games in the championships. Uh, the, uh, you want to go on record? You, is it over tonight? We're recording this on a uh, record. Thursday. On a Thursday, game five tonight. Oh man! I think Boston wins tonight. I'll go. I'll I say think. Boston yeah, I tonight. think there's one more game after tonight. I think we see game six and it ends in game six. I don't think we see a game seven. Uh, there's also the NHL playoffs are still going on, and of course, football is just around the corner. So follow Jordan on Twitter at Wood on ESPN 1000. I'm Adam Abdallah. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam A Abdallah. And this has been the unnamed MMA podcast. Thanks for listening.